0: Now, research shows that children who grow up in a stable, loving home are more likely to be happy, healthy, and successful in their lives. Have you ever wondered what makes the difference between those couples who absolutely love to be together and the ones who merely tolerate each other in their old age? Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, wife to a super hunky man, mom to four kids, relationship coach, and intimacy expert. My goal with this podcast is to help you and your partner swap resentment for romance, escape the roommate rut, and nurture a bond built on trust, communication, and unconditional love. Each week, I'm sharing the secret strategies that keep couples madly in love, dedicated, and downright giddy about each other from the honeymoon phase to the golden years. I'm on a mission to crack the code of happily ever after, and I'm sharing those juicy secrets right here because an awesome marriage makes life so much sweeter. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets of Happily Ever After podcast. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I feel really strongly about, and that is the importance of investing in your marriage for the benefits of your children to give them a blueprint of how to create a healthy, thriving marriage for themselves. All right. So on to our topic of the importance of investing in your marriage relationship, not only for your own happiness and fulfillment, which is super important, but also so that you're giving your children a blueprint for eventually creating their own healthy, thriving relationship where they can flourish and grow into their highest potential. Now, research shows that children who grow up in a stable, loving home are more likely to be happy, healthy, and successful in their lives. This is by the National Healthy Marriage Research Center. A healthy marriage can also provide children with a sense of security, stability, and love. It can also teach them how to have healthy relationships of their own, which is what I want to talk about in this episode. That's a quote from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Research has shown that children from intact families are more likely to graduate from high school, attend college and have stable employment as adults. That's the Pew Research Center. Children who grow up in healthy marriages are less likely to engage in risky behaviors such as substance abuse and early sexual activity. This is from the National Marriage Project, who has done a ton of research on these things. So clearly there are huge benefits to really giving your children a blueprint of your own happy, healthy, thriving relationship so that they can go on and model that same behavior in their lives. And that's why I feel like this topic is so important to discuss. So one of the most important things we can do in order to model this healthy relationship for our children is to invest in our marriage, not only invest our financial resources, but also our time and our energy. So in today's episode, I want to give you a few ways that you can ensure that you're properly invested. So the truth is that children learn about relationships primarily by observing their parents. There are so many things that we as parents want to teach our children, but merely by how we live, our children learn about love, respect, and open communication. We want our children to be able to see healthy conflict resolution and affectionate behavior between their parents. So how do we do this? The first thing we can do is by setting aside sacred times where our children know that our partner is the most important priority to us. In my last podcast episode, I talked about daily connections, which is making time to invest in each other every single day, at least 20 minutes. Now, this time is without the distractions of the children or your cell phones or anything else. And it's really important that your children know that it is important to both of you to set aside this time. So even if you go and lock yourselves in your room or you leave them unattended for a little while while you take a walk around the block, there are so many lessons in just allowing your children to see you each and every day, setting time apart to be together. Now, this is in addition to your weekly date nights. Allow your children to see you blocking off time on your calendar just to be with each other every single week. Eventually, they will see that you're prioritizing each other, even though it means getting creative about childcare, even though it means getting creative about budgeting, even though it means that you're shuffling things around on your calendar to make each other that top priority. I remember as a little girl seeing my mom getting ready for a date with my dad and thinking she is so lucky as she was doing her hair and her makeup and putting on a nice outfit, I thought, I really hope that someday I get to go out on these really cool dates with my husband. And I've made certain that that happens in my own marriage. And hopefully my children, especially my little girls will realize how important it is to take that time away, even though it means making lots of sacrifices and getting excited about the prospect of just spending that time together. Another thing we do on Sundays, especially in my household, since my kids were so young, they've always known that on Sunday afternoon, mom and dad have quiet time, which means that we go into our bedroom, we lock the door. The children know that no matter what, we are not to be disturbed unless there is fire or blood. That they are to find their own things to do so that we can have that really important quiet time together. And it's not something that we talk about. It's something that we model for them. They just get to see by our everyday actions that spending time together, especially that quality, one-on-one, uninterrupted, distraction-free time is so important to both of us. All right. Number two is making daily deposits into each other's love bank. So the way I like to talk about this is putting your partner on your to-do list. I think it's one of the most important things that you can do But showing my spouse every single day that he is important to me, that I'm grateful for him in our lives, that I can set aside a little bit of time to do something that shows him the positive contribution is making to our family is really important to me. Now, you can bring in the five love languages here. If you know your love language and your partner's love language, it's really helpful when you're trying to think of the things that you can do for your partner each day. But a couple of examples include texting your partner about something that might be really important to them or just a fun, flirty text, sending them a meme that made you think of them, giving them a phone call and asking them about an important event that happened during the day, grabbing their favorite treat or snack, giving them a little gift, writing them a note and leaving it somewhere where they'll see it. I love to write notes on my husband's mirror so that he sees it in the morning. And also my kids see it when they come into our bathroom to get ready in the morning. They'll see some little note that I've written to my husband. And a lot of times they'll write notes to us on our mirrors as well. That's been a fun thing that we do in our family. But you can leave a note anywhere in their car, on their pillow, maybe on their desk at work if they work from home. But even if you have to set an alarm on your phone every single day at a certain time to just stop what you're doing and think about some kindness or deposit into your partner's love bank that you can just do quickly, it makes a huge, huge difference. Hey, hey, everyone, I want to take this opportunity to personally invite you to a training that I'm doing on Tuesday, August 29th at noon Mountain Standard Time. This training is called Mission Possible, and the whole point is to give you hope that no matter where your marriage relationship is currently... Whether you are struggling or you're just looking for ways to keep your marriage awesome, I want to give you the first law of connection, which will allow you to improve your marriage, whether your partner is involved or not. This is a phenomenal training and I really hope to see you there. You can get all the details at www.secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash mission possible. In addition to this free training on the first law of connection, you're also going to get a special bonus for attending live. So mark your calendar for Tuesday, August 29th. And I cannot wait to see you there. Okay. Number three is the importance of regular check-ins. So this is really just daily connections, but also you want to make sure that you know what your partner has on their schedule, what they have going on. You want to collaborate on who's picking up the kids, who's doing the lunches, who's going to wake them up in the morning, those types of things. So that's in addition to daily connections, but make sure that your kids are seeing you model the importance of honest communication about feelings, expectations, and concerns you have about anything going on in your life, whether it's kids or schedules or finances, I encourage you to have these dedicated check-ins with each other and allow your kids to see that. My husband and I have a really busy, complicated schedule right now. And so in the mornings is when we kind of pull out our schedule as our kids are kind of rotating around us getting ready for school and we'll make sure that we know when each other has practice or who needs to be where or who's picking somebody up or whatever and our kids get to see us with the back and forth of i've got this on my calendar i've got this on my calendar can you take care of this so that i can be to this thing or whatever it's good for them to see us in the back and forth as we're discussing those things Number four is investing in shared experience. Now, there's a really special bond that happens when you make it a point to do things together. Now, this can be partially part of date night, or it could be just something that you enjoy doing together a shared hobby or learning something new together. This can be learning how to dance, taking cooking lessons, or painting lessons, or something like that, or going on bike rides on the green belt is something that we love to do. It's also planning adventures together. My husband and I try to go on a couple of trips every single year. That's just the two of us. And our kids get to see us kind of planning those things. So we'll get together and we'll talk about bucket list items, places that we want to go or things we want to experience. And as we work those things out, our kids get to see. But not only that, Shared experiences are really important, but I also think it's really important for your kids to see you supporting your spouse and your spouse supporting you in things or activities that are not necessarily shared interests. So this weekend, I'm going on a little trip to go to a networking event that I'm super excited about. And our kids get to see my husband support me in that endeavor. So he's going to be doing all the carpooling and all of the whatever, cooking and house cleaning and all the things while I'm gone so that I can go on this quick, short business trip that's important to me. And I do the same for him. He'll go on a soccer trip or something like that. And so my kids get to see me supporting him in an interest or passion that he really has by picking up all the slack for him while he's gone. So not only doing shared experiences together that are really important and making arrangements so that that's possible, but also picking up the slack for each other and supporting each other as you each do things that are individually uplifting and important to you individually. Number five is a big one. And this is navigating challenges together. Now, when you hide all the different like challenges or disagreements or hardships that you might be going through in life, Your kids are missing out on the opportunity to see you guys lean on each other for support and encouragement and help through really hard times. So whether one of you or both of you together or the family as a whole is going through a challenge, it's really good for your kids to see you working through and talking through those challenges. You can even work through with your kids different strategies for how you're going to face that challenge united as a couple. Now, this could be a financial challenge. This could be a health challenge. This could be a challenge in your community or how you're going to help with something like a natural disaster that's happening in your area. Any type of challenge, make sure that you're also modeling for your children how you as a couple are going to get through it or help with it. Being able to be resilient and have unity in these types of hard times can teach your children about commitment and perseverance. All right, number six, community and support systems. Now, this is not talked about as much, but as you're raising your family together, something that's really important is surrounding yourself with like-minded people who value the marriage relationship and family values. So this might mean your group of friends that you go out with occasionally on your date nights or that you go on family trips with or that you participate in different sports with. It's important to show your children the opportunity to ask for support when you need it and give support when it's needed. So, when my kids were young and a lot of my friends were also in that young child stage, something that we did was like a date night co op where we would, we had a group of families that had a couple of children and we would trade babysitting. So that way we didn't have to pay too much. And we would watch everybody's kids on one weekend, one night of the month. And then on the three other weekend nights of the month, we would get to drop our kids at somebody's house and we would go out on a date, either just the two of us or with the other couples in the co-op. So that was a really fun way to exchange babysitting and have a creative way to make a date night happen. But other things we would do is helping our friends move or bringing over meals when our friends have babies or are going through difficult times in their life. It's good for your children to see you asking for support and giving support to other families that are in your community that share similar values to you. And last but not least, show your kids what it means to celebrate milestones. Now, this is birthdays and anniversaries, especially anniversaries. Make sure you are modeling for your children the importance of celebrating these small wins, which is another year that you have celebrated your love for each other, your ability to co-parent your, you know, support of each other in all of your different activities. Being married is so much fun, but it's also work. We talk about marriage as a people growing machine. There is nothing more telling of your weaknesses and insecurities and your wounds and triggers than a good marriage. And so your children will have the opportunity to see you learn and grow through this process. So make sure you're celebrating those anniversaries, especially the big ones and let your kids participate in those celebrations. I know as our kids have gotten older, they've done anniversary celebration dinners for us, or they're kind of the cooks and the waiters, and they love to wait on us as And provide like a romantic dinner for us at home. And that's been a really fun way to get them involved in the celebration. But also we've gone on trips and we've left our older kids in charge of our younger kids obviously when they're at the age where they can handle that, but there's all different ways in which you can help your children be involved in the celebrations of big milestones. You can also celebrate promotions or a great launch in your business or anything like that. Let your kids be involved in how you celebrate not only your love, but also your big accomplishments and achievements because that's always fun. I love to interview couples that have been married for over 50 years and distill down the secrets of their the longevity of their love. And I recently interviewed a couple that have nine children, and they're almost all of them are grown and married. They've all left the house and they celebrate so many dates of they celebrate birthdays, they celebrate anniversaries, they celebrate baptismal dates, they're very religious. And so they talked about with all of their grandparents, and now they're even great grandparents. With all of the different people in their family, they have a big celebration about every three days. How fun is that? So it's really cool to set up these milestones and traditions that you can celebrate and share with your children and posterity, even grandchildren, right? And great-grandchildren if you have them. So those are a few tips of how to invest your time, energy, and financial resources into your marriage for the benefit of your children, for giving them a blueprint of a healthy, thriving marriage relationship that they can follow when they are at the age when they're looking for somebody to spend their life with, create a beautiful life with and pass on the legacy that you have left. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope that these tips have been helpful. If they have been, make sure to check in with me by email or send me a message on social media and let me know which of these tips was your favorite and which of them you need to work on. Because I promise there is no better investment than you can make than into your family and your legacy. I'll be here next week, same time, same place. And until then, happy marriaging. If you had as much fun as we did just now, I hope that you'll head over to your favorite podcast player and leave a rating and review for the show or share it on social media. That's how other people can find this awesome content and we can spread the message that Happily Ever After is possible. Feel free to check out my website, monicatanner.com, to find out more ways you can work with me. And as always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. We'll see you next week.